because we got the alternative energy Molecular free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network Welcome to the Radioactive Show I'm Michaela and for this International Women's Day 2022 special We bring you powerful messages from three First Nations women That have been featured on the Radioactive Show across the last year and recognize the huge amount of unpaid work they undertake to protect their homelands from destruction and to maintain their country and culture. This work is unpaid and also comes at enormous personal cost. First up, we hear Mara speaking with Kriani woman Regina McKenzie on May Day, 1st of May, 2021. And all we are doing is we're we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for... Our culture, mm. our, our land. You know, we're saying, no, enough, enough. You know, you've got enough mining companies. You've got enough this anywhere in the country. Mm. You know, something's going to have to. So, especially in the lake region here, in around Lake Torrance, something's going to give, and it's going to be our our environment that's going to give. Yeah. And the environment's you know, so tied to the culture that that's another form of cultural genocide, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So the mining companies obviously stand to make a lot of profit out of all all of mm-hmm. this. What what possible things can you gain and your community gain out of all of it? It doesn't sound like there's a lot that's, you know, a win for you. It just seems like there's one cost mm-hmm. after um, another. They talk about they talk about they will compensate the Aboriginal people, give them an, it's it's crumbs that they give the Aboriginal people. Mm, and they're always with conditions. The people who get rich are the shareholders. Yeah. The shareholders and the um, corporate bodies, they're the ones who get rich. And they will they will throw crumbs at the Aboriginal people like the little birds, you know? Yeah. Mm, this is something that I keep saying to the Aboriginal people. Like, And when Aboriginal people see, oh, wow, they're going to put a million dollars in your account. And, you know, To an Aboriginal person, that's a lot of money. It's because of the poverty. Yeah. To a government... To a government or to the um, mining companies, that's that's just pittance. Yeah. And this is what they don't understand. They're taking something so important of our, you know, Australia, the amount of money that goes in from mining companies into the government, all right, from uh, big mining corporations and stuff, that goes in, it's stolen commodity. Yeah. It's stealing from our culture heritage. What they're actually mining is our her- culture heritage, is our so- stories and song lines. And they're mining them. And the thing is, is that nobody's given the respect back to the Aboriginal people or our belief system. Then they treat us like we're the bad people because we're trying to stop this from happening because we, we're tired of the impact on us. Yeah. Yet they paint us as the bad people. Oh, they're stopping progress. They're stopping money from going into our state. Our coffers are running dry. You know, state South Australian government, if the mining companies were so great, we've got BHP, we've got all minerals and stuff, South Australian government should be rolling in the cash, but they're not. Because, you know... Well, they don't pay proper taxes, those companies. They yeah, just take. Yep. Yeah. Um, BHP don't even pay for the water. They take from the Great Artesian Basin. The amount of work that the Aboriginal people do and put into... Um, trying to preserve culture, trying to preserve our culture, heritage and stuff. 
um, the in-kind work that they do amounts to... Um, if I got paid for all the work I'd done, I'd be a millionaire. I reckon we need to send the government an invoice. <laughs> so you hear a lot about workers' rights, about how people are exploited or underpaid and that sort of stuff, which is, of course, incredibly serious. But especially with work like what you do, caring for country, you work so hard. Um, do you have any other thoughts on the unpaid labour that you and other Aboriginal people do? That's actually something that's normal. That's just um, how it's always been, isn't it? Or how it's always been. It's either unpaid or it's underpaid. You take an anthropologist, for, for instance. An anthropologist comes in and speaks to Aboriginal people. They then go back to the thing and they ask the Aboriginal people, oh, what's going on? And you, you tell them what's going on. They then go and say to whomever they're working for, I think that they're saying this. It's mm. not what... They don't say, well, the Aboriginal people are saying this. They're saying, we think this is what they are saying. And then when you read what they've said, it's like, no, I didn't say that. You didn't. It's just like, um, what are the cuffs of cost? Take up the middleman and just talk directly to the Aboriginal people. We're our own, we are our own experts. Yeah, so pay get, us what you would pay an anthropologist. Yeah, I was just about to ask you what changes you would like to see, and you beat me to it. Yeah, go straight to the, straight to the source. You guys have got all this knowledge. The knowledge of Aboriginal people within, not just here in the Flinders Range, but all over Australia. Imagine if they were to, um, imagine if they were to work with the Aboriginal people and get the um, the knowledge systems up and going, like culture science, mm. stuff like that. Thing, because our culture is science. You know, um, science is, um, if you look at the definition of science, it's to be observed. We've had forever to observe this land and country. Mm. Well, Regina, I hope that sometime in the very near future, your work and efforts and that of the wider original community get acknowledged and respected and also paid properly because I know how hard you work. I know that you're not alone in that. There's many Aboriginal people around the place standing up and working really hard for country without any pay. And on this May Day, I think it's important to acknowledge all the unpaid labour that goes, which that goes out in the world and that you just, it's not that you just don't get paid, that it comes at such a huge cost. It's the cost. Like, I will, I will fight for my culture, heritage, for nothing forever, you know? It's because I love it. It's yeah. who I am. Um, my culture is me. I am my culture. I am my land. My land is me. And, you know, I will defend it. But... It's at, it's at the cost. It, it, it's the emotional, um, you know, because of the waste dump, I, I have a problem where I, I must have um, diazepam on me at all times because from the amount of stress that we had whilst we were fighting waste dump, my, um, my um, chest would, would um, cramp mm. and it will start crushing my heart. So I've got to take diazepam so that my, my own body doesn't destroy my own heart. This is the sort of stuff that um, that people don't realise the um, the pain and the and the sicknesses that it's it's emotional, but it's also the physical impact on our bodies and stuff. Um, you know, it's it's something that it it's just it's mind-boggling what mm. happens to Aboriginal people. You know, yeah. I, 
you know, when I look and I see the non-Aboriginal people, I was really re- uh, upset about waste up in the area, and I thought, oh, wow, you're feeling something that we live with on a daily basis. This is what we're born into. We're born into the stress. And you have it every day. And, you know, a lot of people, I see a lot of people talking about other countries and stuff like Palestine and all, and that there are all these other different places that are oppressed. You know, Australians want to really stop and look into their own backyard and see the oppression that they are doing to the Aboriginal people. Mm. Look at the oppression that the Aboriginal nations are living under. Not just one nation, but all the, um, it's about a 500 and something nations that are living under, under an oppression. And a fear that tomorrow might, might end our, 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 our systems might be totally um, destroyed. And it's because of the whittling down of Westerners coming in, foreign governments um, dictating to Aboriginal people and oppressing us. Like we had the stolen generation, but mm. we also got land theft. We also got stolen commodities, all right? We've got stolen lives. We've got stolen everything. Everything's stolen, mm. no matter how you look at it. Now, here in South Australia, when they first came here, every um, settlement... Um, settler was meant to purchase land off the native inhabitants. Not one of them has done it. Yet we sit here at Yapla and we've got to pay land rates. Mm. $23,000 a year land rates so that we can keep a land that was meant to be given back to us. For our own traditional land, we've got to pay our white man's land rates. That is outrageous. That's outrageous. And that's the sort of stuff that we live in. And they've also capped where we can't get any loans and stuff. There's a cavity over the top of where we can't go to the bank to get loans to start businesses. Because you're an Indigenous protected area. They, they set us up so that we, to fail. Yeah. They make it look good on paper, but in everyday life, it, it, they, make it, they make sure that we fail. And then they think, oh, look what we've done for these Aboriginal people. We put all this money into it, and they lost it. They wasted it. They've done this. They've done that. Rah, rah, rah. And they go on about all the things. Yet they failed to tell everybody that they made it near impossible for the Aboriginal people to thrive. Mm. That guy's a bit of a thing like, always was, always will be Aboriginal land. This is nuts. That's such a true statement. We are not saying it because we want to make the rest of Australia feel bad about it. We're just telling it's the truth and straight up think that's the truth. This was and always will be our, our land and our culture. We are, we are the land and we are um, the people of this land. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Every place in this country Aboriginal land Ain't no place you can run to Here on Aboriginal land In this place you call Australia It's still Aboriginal land I stand On Aboriginal land
That was Nadina Dixon with the song Aboriginal Land from the album Songbird Calling. And before that, we heard from Kriani woman Regina McKenzie about protecting country and culture. You're tuned to the Radioactive Show, produced in the studios of 3CR in Nam, Melbourne, on the unceded lands of the Kulin Nation, and broadcast nationally thanks to the Community Radio Network. Next up, we hear from Larrakia elder June Mills, speaking about the community campaign against gas fracking in the Northern Territory. This speech is from a forum protecting country from fracking in so-called Australia that was part of the Beyond Mining counter-conference organised by Blockade IMARC. The Blockade IMARC Alliance fights for land, water and life and they are working to disrupt and shut down the International Mining and Resources Conference from 17th to 19th of October 2022. Go to blockadeimark.com for details. So I'm Julie Mills in Latakia country, up where you'd call Darwin. My roots go right across the territory. Um, four different grandparents, Kungarakan, Jawan, Gurindji, uh, Mangarai, um, and Kungarakan. So I do have permission to speak and I, I do have authority and custodianship and law. We are law carriers and, you know, we our law, our words, like Uncle was saying there up in um, WAD, that should be uh, not, it should be a given. It shouldn't be questioned. It should be accepted as our people have for, for the, from the beginning of time, from day one, have listened to the elders and followed the laws because we knew that these laws were for our safety, our protection and the protection of the future and sustainability and all that. And it was a given. Now we're faced with this uh, situation on this continent where it's not a given. We have to fight just like every other person. Like, that's why uncle's being called a protester. You know, they're dumbing him down to a protester. Well, no, he's a boss man. He's a lawman. His every uh, word that comes out of him should be taken as serious, serious business and acted on, right? Dumbing him down to the level of protest, which I'm dumbed down to probably as a protest, but, hey, I'm a law woman. I carry the law, and the law is for the future and for the future generations. Now... We're talking about unfinished business in this land. This is our land. This is our land. Sovereignty never ceded, like you said at the beginning. Sovereignty never ceded. These people are all illegally occupying our lands, our sacred lands, all illegally raping and pillaging and getting as much as they can. Right? It's obscene. Now, they can go on as much as they like about the, uh, the economic benefits. Well, there's no economic benefits. It's all a lie. It's a continuation of genocide, right? Now, all these fracking things, we need to counteract everything that they say. And they'll say, oh, there's economic development, there's jobs, there's economic growth, all these things. But for everything that they say, we can match it with, yes, it's land acquisition. Yes, it's uh, they're talking about the two-kilometre law um, where people can't, there's controlling movements. It's... Um, Poisoning the waters, which we've been putting up with for 230 years. It's an old trick. Well, it's just going next level now. 
on a mass scale like it's never been done. So it's poisoning the waters, stealing the future from our children, um, destroying the environment. Now, this, all this stuff, what they're doing is irreversible. Now, that should be sending off warning bells in everybody's head that lives in this country, not just us blackfellas. It should be every person that's living on this continent. Now, um, they're warning bells. Australia has to wake up. They have to see what these criminally insane people are doing, pretending to be a government, pretending they're criminally insane thugs that are running the country, benefiting themselves, running ramshot over everybody, not only the blackfellas in this country, every person that lives on the country. We need help and we need, <coughs> we need Australia to wake up. Now, the best thing that's happened for me at this present time, because we've had to, anything that we've ever achieved um, over the years since colonization, they call it colonization, has been achieved through bloody hard slog, blood, sweat and tears, hitting the streets, people power, and that's going to keep on going. So now I'm saying, well, we need um, more, more, more. We need a global, actually, we don't need just Australian people. We need, we need this industry shut down globally. It's no good for anybody. The, going into the future, right? Now, it's not good enough because, you know, we're protesting. Oh, we're out there with our little fun things and we're protesting and we're having our say. No, that is not good enough because guess what? They're not listening and um, it has to go to next level. I don't know what next level is, but let's talk about this. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking, I'm leaning heavily towards people power, hitting the streets, um, civil disobedience. Maybe not so civil disobedience. I'm going for, um, I'm putting my hopes on uncivil disobedience. Disobedience, disruption, stopping them in their tracks. And I'm talking global. This is a filthy, disgusting, irreversible obscenity that they're putting on the, the people of the, on the planet. All of us humans, all the animals, how dare they? They need to be shut down. This is The Radioactive Show, and our final speaker for today is Sue Coleman-Hasseldine, Gugathamula representative, speaking with Lavanya Pant on the 10th of July 2021. Auntie Sue is a nuclear weapons test survivor who has travelled the world, speaking up against the nuclear industry and building towards the nuclear weapons ban. She has also fought off oil drilling in the Great Australian Bight and is working to protect her country from mining and a rocket testing range whilst also maintaining cultural sites. There are three, three bomb testing sites in Australia. Montebello Islands was first just off of Broome and that uh, the fallouts from that just covered Broome and all the Kimberley whatever and black. Then there was Maralinga and Emu Fields. All up there were 12 bomb tests and then there was 700 or so tritonium tests as well. And um, we've managed to get some, some paperwork as to which way the wind went at each blast and superimpose that. And the whole of Australia and Tasmania is just black with radiation fallout. Um, Maralinga was the homelands for Aboriginal people, nomads or whatever they want to call them. But then... When they wanted the, the land to test the bombs, they rounded up some of the people. They didn't round them all up because our mob are really good at hiding. If you do, they don't want to be found, they won't be. 
they didn't know what the heck was going on. And then, you know, there was one white fellow sent out to get them, bring them all in, and he couldn't... Well, they couldn't speak English, he couldn't speak their language, and he couldn't do that, the territory that was required to get everybody in. So there was a lot of our people that actually died out there because of the bomb. And the mob that they brought back in, they displaced them in another area. And then a long way down the track, um, Native Title came out and they said, you, you have to go back to claim your own homelands, you know, your own tribal lands. Well, the people from Maralinga really didn't have much to claim because it's still, you know, really contaminated out there. And then there was generations that have been born in this other place that... that to them, that's their land now. It's, it's just a really vicious little circle that's going on with the government making up all these rules and making us, or trying to make us obey them with threats. Like that homeland, the native title. You, they say they've given the land back to the Aboriginal people, but if, mine, if miners got an interest in there, they take the land back again. The Aboriginal people have no say except to say okay we'll accept your million dollars or whatever that's the only say they've got in it otherwise they go without and they take the land anyway so there's your native title for you it's a nasty evil thing yeah Maralinga spread far and wide Maralinga Emu Fields and Montebello Islands because it wasn't just where they set the bomb off because the winds, winds took it everywhere can you tell us about um, your experience with native title and how the government has curtailed native title rights over your country for the nuclear industry? Well, yeah, it's not just the nuclear industry either. It's for other mining, drilling in the head of bite, or drilling in the Great Australian Bight. Any time they give you native title, they can take it back. If you don't agree to their to their demands to let mining happen on your country. And there's, there's another law there too, section 23 or something it is, that enables the miners to remove and destroy Aboriginal um, remains and artefacts. And there's like a clause there that allows them to do what they want anyway. Um, over the years I've found out that, I've tried to work with Native Title, I thought, great, we're gonna have a say on controlling our, protecting our land. But the truth of it was it was just wheeling and dealing in real estate, stolen real estate too for that matter. And um, the only way that I can see forward is to fight them out of the courts. The courts are all on their side mostly. Um, and just just take it on and if I'm a rebel, well, so be it. But we need to let the rest of the world know that Australia's not the beautiful country that they all think it is and the government is really looking after the people. Because if the Aboriginal people lose in the end, everybody will lose. Because it's these little kids' lives, their future, as well as ours. You know, they're all the same. We all breathe the same air. So we all need to work together, whether they call it native title, homelands, or whatever they call it, it's nothing. It's just lip service. So we just have to fight against it. That brings us to the end of our International Women's Day show. Thanks to Regina McKenzie, June Mills and Sue Coleman Hasseldean for their incredible work and powerful words that remind us of the true history of this country, alert us to the dire situation we faced 
locally and globally and continue inspiring us to keep up this most important work. We hope you're inspired to act and we'll provide links on our program page. Just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash radioactive. Thanks to the Nuclear Free Collective at Friends of the Earth Melbourne for the ongoing financial support of the show and to the Community Radio Network for getting this show out to our listeners all across the country. We'll go out with a song by Sue Common Hasseldine's granddaughter, Crystal, who goes by the name Lady Lash, and it's called Black Woman in the Flames from her album Spiritual Misfit. It's written in the stars in the skies Dream time my song line still alive You will not kill our souls Beat us down No, 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 no You try but our spirit is too strong my ancestors' roots grow from my tongue mm. Deep in the belly, running on the front line mm. Energy full, not listen, set the truth on fire mm. Our resilience of power, stemming from the roots of love Healing mm. medicine like the bush, mm. blew from the sun the power of our ancestors' plan. You can't wipe us out, cause here I still stand. We got the power, we got the soul. We got the love, oh, oh. we got the power, we got the love, Mm -hmm. tree with roots, birds planted and regrew, black woman in the flames, rebirth and renew. Strong like fire, burn it the fuck down Our ancient land calling mother womb of a power Moving energy with that voices, can you hear me? Listen, take a moment in this state of truth Our culture so deep, the black mind is forbidden fruit Power, we got.
got the soul, we got the love. Oh, we got the power, we got the soul, we got the love. Oh. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.